have any strawberries in my house. So yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I was like, I knew oh. I forgot something because I always like make a list when I go to the store. I was thrown off this weekend. So I was supposed <laughs> to go on a date. Right? Oh, oh, Ooh. you caught my attention. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, we were talking drift, but now I want to talk. Hey. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> This is why I'm in a friend zone. This is why I'm going to wait till the right man comes along. Because I, I can't. I have no patience. Yeah. yeah. What happened, yo? A whole lot of fuckery. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's just say, don't call me in the morning, on a Friday morning. I have things to do. I plan to take out my hair. I wanted to take out my hair, which I'm going to take out my hair this weekend. I'm going to let it breathe and get it braided the next weekend because it's Memorial Day weekend. I wanted to have it out, you know. Just like put my little fake piece in my hair or like wear it curly, whatever. And um, he's like, I want to go out tonight. So I rushed home, went to the store, didn't get no soda for my drink. I was mad because I forgot to make a list for what I really need to get to add it on the fucking list. And then he, and I was just like, you know what? I can't go because it's after nine. And you said I'm meeting you on 42nd Street after nine o'clock. Get the fuck out of here on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, I'm waiting. I went to the post office. I went to pick up some cards. And I went to get my nails done. And then I got downtown, went to buy some shorts. By the way, Old Navy had a 60% off on shorts. Ooh, good to know. That was a good sale yesterday. <laughs> From zero to one, so zero to 26. Whoever wear 26, there you go. Or 28 get some shorts and so i'm like so are we still meeting i called twice and i'm like approaching home I already went to popeyes I already went to get some fries mm. from mcdonald's for a dollar on the mcdonald's app and then he's like i want to meet up i was just like i got my food already Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. And this is Unapologetically She. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Unapologetically She. This is episode 10, and we've got a lot to talk about today. But first, we have Sarah with our drink of the week. So it's a nice summery day. We're getting back up into the summer temperatures in New York. So I figured, you know, and it's nationwide, of course, like temperatures going up. Anyway, I thought a really fun summer drink would be one of my favorites. It's called Giggle Juice. (laughs) And what you need is a full bottle of Moscato, a cup of vodka, three cups of pink lemonade, a can of Sprite or 7-Up or any lemon lime soda, two cups of sliced strawberries, one lemon half moon, sugar, a lemon wedge, and ice. And basically, you just mix all of it up in a pitcher, stir it around, pour it. Except for the sugar. Just brim, (laughs) brim your glass with the sugar. 
there. And that's, that's giggle juice. Super I like easy. <laughs> I love her. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So how's everybody's week? Oh, it's been a week. Has been. Very. Grad school, so that's good. Congratulations, Katie. <laughs> Katie Grad school. Cheers. Mm. Mm-hmm. That is a huge accomplishment. We are definitely so proud of you. I've got six months to try to get out of it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Prepare for it. <laughs> so you're going to grad school in Kentucky, correct? Yeah, it's a, it'll be free because I work for the University of Kentucky. So I was like, I'm not going to pass up free education. So no, <laughs> no. grad school is free because I got to pay for mine. And I find a way to like email CUNY like, so can you give me that $400? <laughs> you didn't get the seven hundred thousand dollars as being a black woman that everybody apparently gets now. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm Oliver's twist over here. <laughs> must have got lost in the mail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got lost in the mail with all the George Soros money. Mm-hmm. Well, there's one thing I heard. I heard somebody you know is not going to penalize people because of past bills for CUNY so I hope that applies to me <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. mm-hmm. what about you Elian? well I went to the Guggenheim on Friday with my class because their art is up in the museum Yay. that is so yeah. awesome we literally have art pieces up in an exhibit in the Guggenheim so shout out to the Guggenheim Museum they do a a program called learning through arts and they have schools in all five boroughs um and they work with kids they do a residency for the for the majority of the school year and they work on projects with a teaching artist that works in the classroom with us and at the end of you know the year they put this exhibit together they choose certain pieces from each school and there's an exhibit in the Guggenheim up until June 6th and it's already open, so if you guys can go, if you're in New York City, go check that out, because my babies have art up there. <laughs> that is so awesome. That. That, is, that is awesome. I like how you call them your babies. You're, you're cheering, as my mom says. Yeah. <laughs> They're my babies. I was such a proud mom. I was like, stand next to your picture. To your <laughs> and they, they, did, they did these really cool, like, self-portraits where they did it in layers. It was like a collage, right? But what's really interesting, my favorite part of the project was the teaching artists work with them on mixing colors so that they can find a color to match their skin tone. And that was really, really interesting. Shout out to Sharila, our our teacher. It was a great project. Oh, I love that. What about you, the mom on the panel? (laughs) It's just... Every day, that every same as every week, just momming, momming and working. That's pretty much all I do in reading. That's it. Yeah. But we are down to single digits until end of session. So <laughs> that'll be calming things down until section rolls, session rolls around again. So, and do you yeah. get paid off those off sessions? Just, just want to know. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm like, cause you know, yeah. you got to make a living. You got, I mean, we still work. We still work. 
it's just that we're not, it, you know, like the legislators aren't in session, but we're still, we're still working for them and doing things every day. So, okay. yeah, that's good to know. Often wondered that. <laughs> yeah. So, anyhow, um, I think next up is the uh, shot and chaser. So, why don't we get started with you, Shante? Well, my shot and chaser, of course, I am the nerd on the panel. I am the you know, culture lost person here because I don't listen to today's music unless it's a snippet of today's music. I am not a pop artist. I don't like pop music like that. But besides that, my topic is the GOP still trying to put a muzzle on my pussy, aka your vagina. If you don't like the word pussy, it's an explicit content on here for a reason, so it's not for you. I am so sick of you know, the backpedaling and excuse of why people have voted, Republicans voted overwhelmingly, including the dirt road blue dog Democrat who voted with the racist GOP, including the um, the indentured servant and the two women in the GOP voted to <laughs> uh, pretty much not codify roadway. So I am sick and tired of the excuse, the man explaining, the woman explaining, the Chad explaining, the Karen explaining, even the high temperature explaining of why, you know, women should not get an abortion. First of all, abortion is health care. I knew a couple of people that had abortion that had atopic pregnancies. If they would carry to give birth to a child, they would have been dead. Okay. So, and for this whole Oh, anybody can adopt a child of uh, judges, judge, judge, justice, whatever split ends. Amy Coney Barrett, how fucking dare you? You know, saying, well, kids can get adopted. Black kids don't get adopted at a faster rate. And if they do get adopted, they get abused nine times out of fucking 10. Or they get put in a juvie center or in a fucking group home. Anybody got something to say? Because like, I'm so sick of this bullshit. I'm just ready to cast my ballot in for the primary, even though I am upset with the primary that's going on in my state. I am ready to cast a ballot for the Democrat that's going to win that can possibly bring in a coalition. I'm with you on that, Shante. As a woman who had two pregnancies that could not go to full term and had to be removed, I mean, I would have gotten arrested for that, you know? Or they would have just said, too bad you can't do it and we'll wait for that shit to explode and rupture somewhere in one of your organs and then you just bleed to death. Yeah. I guess that's more important to them, mm -hmm. you know, keeping alive a pregnancy that's not even viable is more important than a human being who's alive and has family and has roots. Yeah. You know, so I could yeah. possibly I'm fucking sick of it too. I'm tired of them trying to control women's bodies. I just want to fight. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like with like with what Elian just said just said it's you know, I I had a miscarriage and it didn't naturally expel. I had to go in and have a procedure done to have it removed. Otherwise, I could have become septic and I could have died from an infection. You know, I, I had an IUD for years. I somehow ended up getting pregnant, even though IUDs are like, they're really good. I loved my IUD. I got pregnant anyway. It was ectopic. I had to have, I had to have a medical procedure. I had to have an abortion. 
Otherwise I would have died. Mm-hmm. It's I'm fucking sick of white men wanting to control women in any way, shape or form. It's uh, that's all this is. It's like a dominion thing. And it's in every way possible. Like I just, I, like I'm just going to choose balance. So whoever want to bring it, bring it. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for an able. Don't tell me let's come together. And you want me to feel sorry for the people that vote for the same party that embraces white supremacy. Fuck that. All of that. I'm done. I agree. It's bullshit. And it's yep. exhausting every day. <laughs> yep. And uh, Katie, what do you got? Um, I'm going a little bit different direction. Um, WNBA started this month. Go New York Liberty. That's the only New York team I'll root for. But <laughs> <laughs> but my girl Sabrina's on it, so I have to. <laughs> I love her. You want to piss um, the Yankee boy? <laughs> Yankee boy. Don't, don't get me started. No. <laughs> but there's been some issues as of course there is in all fucking women's sports because they aren't treated equal. Um, they've made the decision in their contracts that uh, teams aren't allowed to charter flights because it says it's too expensive, which in a said it, it's about $20 million to fly all WNBA teams through a charter all season long. In fact, the New York Liberty actually got fined last year, $500,000 because they're ex- ultra rich millionaire billionaire owners like i can afford it why can't i fly these my team and towards the end of the season he was flying them charters well so they have to fly commercial and we all know how thanks to lovely george or florida judge that decided to take away mask mandates so these players are now flying commercial flights in the middle of a pandemic with people that aren't wearing masks which is already led one to a couple of players having COVID, so they've had to miss games, um, having to deal with all the cancellation because there's not enough staff for half these flights, that these flights are getting delayed, canceled. Like there's one team that spent 12 hours traveling in barely halfway across the country because their flights were delayed and they play ended up playing like shit during their game. And they, you know, what several players said, so we're trying not to blame it on our traveling. Like we really, you know, we usually have travel the night before get there the day that you know that morning or at the very least you know the night before had the full day for a game prep to get the mindset but when you're traveling having to deal with the issues because you can't fly a charter flight can't get private flights and you know so now these players are out here begging like major donors to be like like we don't want to be a damn charity but they're out here it's like you know cost $20 million. I'm sure there's 20 millionaires out there that would be willing to, I mean, their owners alone have been willing to pay, but they won't allow them to do that. And it's just, it's like, and the thing is right now, viewership is up in the WNBA. Merchandise is selling out. Like I've been trying to get a Sabrina Ionescu jersey for two years now, and I can't get one because every time I look for one, they're sold out. And it's, so it's, you know, and this happens to call like college teams get better accommodations than the WNBA and that's sad and then of course we all know the situation with Brittany Griner still in Russia another month has been added to before her sentencing and you know the U.S. Uh, has declared her as a prisoner right now so they're trying their best to find ways but it's like it's just 
the damned if you do, damned if you don't type of situation. It's getting frustrating. It's like these players work their ass off, barely have any downtime from college. I mean, the draft is literally a week after um, they finish their the tournament and a couple weeks after, and then they have to start playing two weeks after, three weeks after that. So it's like they have like a month total off <laughs> between start of seasons where yeah, it, there, something needs to be changed. I think it's the whole women's sports, especially. It's, something does need to be changed. First of all, why are they flying commercial when they could be flying in first class? Yeah, <laughs> first class. And then the, you know, I'm all against that whole mask thing. This is why I don't, I don't like to watch half of these award shows because we're still in the midst of a motherfucking pandemic. And half of you motherfuckers is hugging each other, you know, this and that, and the third. But then, you know, y'all want people to, like, get vaccinated and everything. Yes, I, I am for vaccination. I am for science anyway. But I am for mitigation and social distancing and make sure people are safe. And the fucking WNBA, I am so sick of that shit. That whole Britney Griner situation, they went have President Biden bring it home. No, have the fucking WNBA talk to President Biden and talking to, go, to the Russian government bringing her home and good luck with that because Putin is a whole fucking terrorist and a whole just evil dude. He's just an evil dude. I want to I know why like they can't fly on private flights when the NBA does all the fucking time. Exactly. That's what I was going to ask Sarah. Like, do the men fly charter? Absolutely. They have their own oh, yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it's like it's. I was trying to figure out why, like, there's something that's built into the negotiation of the contracts of teams. Like, there needs to be a whole fucking overhaul, and, and they get paid less. Owners, yeah, and they get paid yeah. a shit ton less. And I think and it's just women's sports overall. They yeah. Get paid less. yeah, yeah. Look at what happened with women's soccer. Yeah, exactly. And these you know, women, I know they. I, I find the games a hell of a lot more exciting, to be honest, because they, you know, it's not a showmanship; it's actual gritty yes. ass fucking basketball like i was watching the uh liberty game against indiana fever the other night and twitter and facebook are actually starting to stream them live which is awesome so you don't have to have an espn app or anything to which most of the time you have to find some stupid app to watch it but they were streaming it and i was like well it's awesome and the way these girls were playing it's just like three games into the season and they are brutal to each other like I love <laughs> it's it. like no holds bar but still get treated like like a class citizen but sarah sorry i didn't mean to cut you off because you just made me think like do the men fly charter like mm -hmm. they do they have their own private planes every single team out there has the team i think the teams own their own planes don't yeah and these these owners are willing like the new york liberty the now, I think most of the Atlanta team now, they own themselves, which is awesome, but there are owners out there that are willing to pay. Like, that's why the guy that owns the New York Liberty says, I'll pay the fucking fine to fly my team charter because it's exhausting them to fly commercial and have to deal with all that shit. And <laughs> yeah, it's sad that this is the state of affairs. <laughs> that's bonkers. That's bonkers. So um, I am going to severe into another direction. <laughs> We're like going all over the place. <laughs> oh. um, 
there, there's been a huge development and it hasn't been getting a whole lot of attention in the media because of all the things that are happening. Um, but scientists um, at a children's hospital in Australia have isolated the enzyme that they believe is responsible for SIDS. That's amazing. That for is sudden so infant death syndrome. Oh yeah. A about a thousand babies a year in the United States die of SIDS. And for any other parents out there or anyone out there who cares for babies, aunts, uncles, whatever, I know you're scared of that because you don't know what's going to happen. You know, and as a mom, I remember, you know, when I first had Dina, I would literally stay awake all night, even after nursing her, and I would keep my hand on her chest and watch her breathing because I was so terrified of SIDS. Well, these researchers have narrowed down the enzyme and it's an enzyme that regulates breathing patterns and stuff in sleep. Um, there's no cure for it yet. There's no treatment for it yet, but they've isolated that enzyme so they can start doing the research so they can stop SIDS from happening basically. And that's just really fucking big news. It is. That's you know, not as a parent myself, but you know, all my friends have had kids and my mom worked in a pediatric intensive care unit. And that was always one of the biggest worries is, you know, is it and that it's, you know, everybody's like talking about blankets, make sure that. And, yeah. Make you know, sure they like, sleep on their back. Make yeah. sure they don't do this. Make sure you don't do that. It's, it's a lot. And it's like when you're a new parent and you are literally responsible for the life of another human being in every single way possible. And to have that fear that something that you can't control or know about, take them away. Yeah. It's mortifying. So it's, I am very excited about this research. No, it's, it's, it's good. Cause they, now they have parenting classes on teaching you how to put your baby down to sleep, hold your baby's head, what to feed your baby. Cause I know there's women that can't breastfeed. I know my mother couldn't breastfeed me as a child because my mom had anemia my mom had all kinds of stuff I was the last child so like kind of like blew my mother up because she was like Lillian Lillian and then she just, looked, just don't know where it came from but you know like they teach you how to, to lay the baby down and how the baby sleeps so the baby won't suffer from like SIDS or crib death because remember there was crib death too and I think that's why I don't know if that led to SIDS if I'm correct Sarah but you know that's that that sounds good it's amazing that's really amazing i i know a couple of people who lost their kids to sids and that's just wow like i know it's not going to bring back those kids that were lost but hopefully they'll start to figure out how to prevent it from happening other yeah save all save the families in the future that may have otherwise suffered the same loss yeah maybe um, bring some relief to those that have lost their kids through you know and, and it's not no fault of their own yeah no. exactly and, and i know a lot of parents blame themselves for it like what could i have done differently and yeah i mean so. because it's just so hard because there's never been a cause yeah right mm -hmm. you know what i mean so mm -hmm. isolating this enzyme is going to help to figure out at least why. Yeah. When, once you figure out why, then it's, it's a lot easier to figure out, okay, well, what can I do to prevent that? Yeah. You right. Know? 
Right. Exactly. So science for the win again. Yes. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) What do you have, Eliane? Well, you know, I always come in on that (laughs) pop culture, reality TV type angle. And I was going to as well today, um, but I changed my mind. And really what I want to talk about today is the mass shooting the terrorist act that happened in Buffalo. Um, You know, our our co-host Lauren Ashley lives in Buffalo and she's just really trying to regroup today. This is very traumatic for everyone in the community. And I just wanted to give it some time. It just happened and I know we're all processing. Yeah. But I just felt like it was something that we needed to talk about on the air and not to bring it down. I'm sorry, but it's, it's too current. It's too important. It's, it, yeah, it needs to be discussed. It's just fresh. Like this thing happened less than 24 hours ago, like literally less than 24 hours ago. And I live in a, you and I, Iliad live in the downstate. Sarah lives in the capital region, even though Katie lives in the Midwest, but Katie has connections with us. And I'm pretty sure she got other friends in New York. South. So the simple fact that Buffalo is north of us, like, like eight hours from us. And so anything that affects New York state, I mean, New York, any place in New York, it affects the whole entire state. Mm-hmm. And we unite together. And um, I didn't catch the, the press conference because I was out I was out when it happened and I was out but I am so glad the governor actually said it is white supremacy it was an act of terror mm-hmm. the president said it was white supremacy and an act of terror so anybody trying to white splan all lives matter this shit can fuck all the way off there's already a narrative that we knew was going to come. We knew it was going to come. The lone wolf mental illness excuse. And it's coming from, it's not just coming from like citizens, like New Yorkers, it's coming from law enforcement. And it's like, why do you guys have such a problem calling it what it is? Yeah. It, it, it's not mental illness. Racism and white supremacy is not a mental illness. You know, exactly. And it's like, even if you want to claim the whole lone wolf thing, those wolves are raised in packs Mm -hmm. and that pack taught him what he knows. Yeah. Tucker Carlson with his white erasure bullshit that's saying Mm -hmm. that, yeah, like this guy's manifesto, like I glanced at it briefly late last night after I got off work. And I mean, the fact that like, you know, I was hearing it, coming in reports small reports while I was working last night and when I heard the shooter was captured I was like well another white guy yep you know lord how that they're not going to capture any uh, black man or person of color yeah. lived after something like that and what I watched him being escorted out and you know gingerly putting them into the car where he had a freaking AR-15 yeah he wasn't shot he wasn't beaten by the cops he was taken in without incident um even though time and time again 
we see unarmed black people being killed mm -hmm. by the police because they were afraid of their they were afraid for their lives they didn't know what was going to happen and meanwhile this person with an ar-15 that just shot up like 10 people killed 10 people uh, we're gonna just calmly you know handcuff them and gingerly like you said put them in the squad car nice and easy you see how easy that is even with a person with an assault weapon. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Military style assault yeah. weapon. Mm -hmm. Like I said, yeah. if there's anybody that looked like me, because I am the black woman on this panel, anybody that looked like me or even looked like Alien, we would have been locked the fuck up real quick. We'd been dead. I'm sorry. We wouldn't have we wouldn't be. We wouldn't even be locked up. We would have been dead. Yeah. That's on right. I mean, had a replica toy gun, was killed 1.7 seconds of the cops pulling up. And he was 12. Yeah. Yeah, he was 12 year old boy. He was 12. And see, this is this is the whole thing. This is why we need to have that George Floyd Justice and Police Act passed. Yeah. We need to have a, a, an assault ban weapon law because the same person that I call Crime Bill Joe was the same quote unquote Crime Bill Joe that passed the ban on assault weapons. Mm -hmm. And guess who didn't renew it? W. Okay. He did not fucking. Renew it. So I, I, I like I don't want to sound political on this, but like everything that is like going on in this country, it deals with politics and it deals with people's mother fucking ass not going to vote in 2016. We're having all of these problems because you couldn't take your ass and vote. And somebody in my comments said you need to stop carrying. We should have listened to Hillary as a dead horse. Excuse me. Mm -mm. I mean, really, go back to 2000. Everything she said yeah. has been proven true, even though those were things that she didn't want to be right about. She yeah. did not want to be right about this shit, but she was. She was. And you know what? I, I had a really weird um, reaction to these marches and everything because I believe in protests. I've protested a lot of times, but here's the thing for me. Here's the thing for me. I protest, I go to marches or I have in the past because honestly, the last thing I wanted to fucking do this time was go to a march. I went to the women's march in DC, okay? The day after inauguration, I was there with all those millions of people that were there. I still didn't feel like going today because after I marched, I fucking voted and I voted correctly. I fucking voted for the email lady. I vote for Democrats up and down the ballot and every you know school, local, state and federal election that there is since yep. I've been able to fucking vote. So I think there's a place for protests, obviously. Look at all the things that were accomplished during the civil rights movement through protests, but protest plus vote. Exactly. You can't only do a protest. You can't just talk shit. You have to back the shit up yep. with your fucking vote. Yep. Yeah. Period. I will say with that, because um, y'all know I live in a red fucking state. Even the city that I live in, Lexington, people think it's blue. It's not. We have our House representatives are fucking Republicans. Um, and I drove by the protest on my way to the store last night to work and, and huge ass turnout, which is amazing for a red state. Um, 
because you know I've been at the protests here. I went to the George Floyd protests after that, several of them, and you know, we have a very large black community, and it was very mixed. I couldn't go for one working and same thing. I just didn't have that same like, you know what, fuck it. It's like, it's, this isn't accomplishing anything. I was, the only reason I was tempted is to do voter registration. And apparently that was a very big push. So I was like, I wanted to make some connections. And from the people, a couple of people that I do know that went there, they said they saw people registering voters all over. And our primary is this Tuesday. And while I'm not the biggest fan of Mr. Booker here because he is very Bernie, but it's it's a harm reduction because I will take him any fucking day over Paul Rand any fucking day because he will you know you know he does support a lot of the damn stupid squad, but at the same time he was also one of the first persons that I saw of any of them that is related to the squad to say anything about the abortion rights. He actually tweets about our amazing VP. He has support for black women. So, which is not something the rest of the fucking squad does. So hopefully he keeps that way and maybe has some influence on some of them that are like acting a fool with Cori Bush and Ayanna Presley that, you know, outliers that could have some influence, but you know, harm reduction is the biggest, but yeah, and voting. Like it's, was, I asked my mom if she went because I mean, she's the woman of the sixties and seventies and protesting. She's like, she's like, I felt more important just to register voters and that's you know it's like as long as they vote that's all that's 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 the most important just that's how i'm gonna register my protest is voting yep that's um, that's honestly the way that it should be so um on that note uh, we're gonna close out uh shot and chaser and we are going to move into our bitch ass and badass of the week and miss shantae will be giving us our bitch ass of the week which is the worst of the worst of the week that we let you guys vote on and then uh katie will be following up with our badass of the week which is the best of the best that we let you all vote on so i'll turn it over to shantae so as sarah mentioned you know every week we list we announce who who is our bitch ass of the week and badass of the week. Well, I will be doing bitch ass of the week, of course. No other than moi will do bitch ass of the week. <laughs> I'm always calling out the bitch asses all day, every day. But according to our poll, here are our nominees for being such bitch asses of the week. We have Bill Crystal. Why is Bill Crystal bitch ass of the week? Telling women to protest in front of religious institutions. Telling not to protest in front of religious institutions. So that was his thing. He had a whole tweet about it. You know, everybody screenshotted. I don't know if he deleted, but he got that smoke. Um, Bernard Sanders of South Brooklyn, who is the junior senator of Vermont. And why he's nominated, because it's continuing to ignore women's rights. Not surprised. That's all he talks about. Cancel student loan debt. Like the nasty old dudes in Brooklyn that be playing chess right in the park. So that's what he's saying. Um, Joseph Manchin III, also known as Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, being the sole Democrat to vote against codifying Roe versus Wade. And then you have Jeffrey Sean King, also known as Talcum X, Martin Luther Cream, all these other names about him. Samuel Jackson. 
<laughs> oh, listen, it's so many. It's a whole list. Being the grifter self and stealing from money from people who bought his clothing. Like, who gonna buy that shit? So. $165 for a sweatshirt. North Face doesn't even cost that much. Even Jordan's half a time be discount for cheaper than that. And her watch $20, okay? So there you go. So drum roll, please. Nominees for Bitch Ass of the Week with a whopping 56% goes to Joseph Manchin III of West Virginia. Oh, I love the full government. Joseph Manchin III of West Virginia. Listen, you got to get him when you're upset. And that's, uh, you know, and I, 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 I want to caveat it by saying that doesn't mean don't vote for him because we still need a Democrat in that seat. Yes, we just need to vote in more Democrats, Sarah, so that we don't have to rely on his stupid vote. To Bingo. Vote yeah. Bingo. And that him being the sole Democrat to vote against women is infuriating. Yeah. Mm. It's always been that. But I mean, I knew I knew before even. Listen, he was a mess during the Obama administration. Like, are we surprised? No. No. We're going to call that for it, but... But these Johnny comes and these James come too late because mm -hmm. they don't pay attention to shit. There you have it. Joseph Manchin III has always been a fucking mess. Yeah. Now his seat's safer than safe. Like I read the other day that his popularity has increased. So well, you know, we need to keep that a D. So I'll <laughs> I'll I'll eat that one. But guys, we need to vote in more Democrats. We cannot exactly. We can't be relying on Joe fucking Manchin. Uh -uh. Take away, take away his importance, y'all, please. Yeah, he's got too much power. He's he does. It's a big, it's a big primary going on on Tuesday. It's supposed to be Super Tuesday, so in different places. So y'all vote for the best Democrat. I ain't gonna say who to vote for because you know that's a fight already. As a, as a whole drama, and I'm gonna be glad when that drama's over on Tuesday. Hallelujah. Oh, just vote. Just vote. <laughs> yeah. What do we have for uh, bad badass of the week, Katie? Well, we got some good ones this week, I will say. And our nominees this week are Britney Spears for taking control of her life and body shamelessly. And I also want to send out a special shout out to her because she did post yesterday that she uh, miscarried, um, lost their... Yeah, lost the baby that she, their little miracle baby that they were having. So that breaks my heart for her. But she still is, you know, she's being very open and honest about it because she can. Thank God for that. Finally, she's finally. Living her, she's living her life. And you know, God bless her for that. Um, the second one is our blue state governors for taking action to protect uterus havers after the SCOTUS draft leaked last week. So they are continuing to protect our uterus havers out there in the world, thankful for them. Um, Corinne Jean-Pierre for becoming the first Black White House press secretary and also a gay woman too, first gay LGBT community. So I love that for her and she's going to kick ass at it. Um, and finally, to love uh, this one, Patty Lupone for putting a non-mask wearing person violating theater rules on blast. And seriously, Look up this video because this woman just fucking owns these people, this person, and it's beautiful and it needs to happen more often. Um, this was actually, you know, a little not surprising how we won on this one, but Karine Jean Pierre did get it with 44 percent 
of the vote, which I love that for her. And I'm super excited for her. And, you know, we have some merchandise coming out that says, in a world full of bitch asses, be a badass. So be more like Kareem Jean Pierre this week. So, yes. yes. <laughs> Cheers to her well deserved. I think she's going to kick ass in this job. Mm -hmm. um, it was really lovely. The New York local news had a really beautiful segment about her. They oh. interviewed her brother, who is, I think he's a physical trainer. He's involved in um, that type of field, but they're both from here, from New York City. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, they did a, a really nice segment on her and all her accomplishments. And she's been the first a lot of times. And I just think it's a beautiful thing. And so excited. Well-deserved. She is such a badass. Shout out to all the Haitians out there. Cause Karine Jean Pierre, I like I like to say her name like that because that's how you <laughs> like say it. But you know she's awesome. She's always been awesome. She worked. She's an Obama administration veteran. Like yeah. that is huge. Mm -hmm. And most of them are veterans in there, including. And we can't you know eliminate you know Jen. I think she's done a great job. But Karine is. Kareen is that chick. Kareen always been that chick. Even when she was a commentator, even when she was a scene director on Move On, how she told Homeboy, get off the stage. So, like, <laughs> shout yes. out to her. Mm -hmm. She protected um, our then Senator Kamala Harris mm -hmm. from that person rushing the stage. That was amazing. She was like, uh uh, not today. Uh -uh. <laughs> yep, yep. I can't wait to see what she does as press secretary. It's going to be a beautiful uh -oh. thing. Right. Oh, Deucey. Deucey. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so before we, so before Elian wraps us up, um, I just wanted to bring this in. Um, Elian discussed it briefly during our shot and chaser uh, with the white supremacist domestic terrorist incident in Buffalo. Um, the Buffalo Community Fridge uh, is a, it's, it's a community venue where they help families uh, with res they help residents with food, um, any necessities that they have. Um, so if you do want to help with any, if you do want to help anyone in impacted in the neighborhood with this shooting, they're going to be stocking the fridge as often as possible for those in need. Um, they're, they're not taking monetary donations anymore at this time. Um, but if you do want their Venmo, if they start taking monetary donations again. Their Venmo is at B-F-L-O Community Fridge. And it's all one word, B-F-L-O Community Fridge. And we'll put this up um, in the episode notes as well. Um, but for now, they're asking for actual food donations, um, fresh produce, milk, eggs, cheese, uh, formula, if you can get your hands on it, baby food, juice, water, labeled cooked meals, um, no raw meat, but uh, deliver it to 257 East Ferry Street in Buffalo. And it's 257 East Ferry, F-E-R-R-Y Street in Buffalo. Thank you for that, Sarah. Everyone, please help out if you can. And thank you for joining us on another episode of Unapolog Unapologetically She. Clearly the giggle juice has <laughs> taken its effect. So catch me <laughs> a mess 
on the post-production if you are a Patreon subscriber. And if you're not, please do so so that you can catch this, okay? Until next time, <laughs> we will see you then. So thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. Again, at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. We'll see you online.